With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Hello, and welcome to another edition of Play Me or Feed Me. And thank you for joining us as always. Well, normally when I lose, I take responsibility. I didn't read the card. Bad handicap. Sometimes I'll say bad beat, bad luck, whatever the case may be. But on Thursday, I'm going to blame you. Yes, I thought some of you were my friends. And friends do not let friends bet Washington commander prop bets to the over. And you surely don't let me lose two units betting commander prop bets to the over. I'm kidding, of course. But what was I thinking? As I sat there on Thursday throughout the day, I keep looking at the game and I'm like, this game's going under. This game's going under. And I have two prop bets going over. What was I thinking? Then first quarter rolls around and I really didn't think anybody was going to score. So I really thought I was off base. Second quarter gave me a glimmer of hope. We had uh, Curtis Samuel drop a couple passes, including a big one that could have got us over the yardage number. But nonetheless, he dropped them. So we didn't cash. Yes, I lost two units on Curtis Samuel, commander receiver with Carson Wentz as his quarterback with over props. Yeah, that's a mistake. Okay, I got that out of my system. Now, the good news is we did play the commanders in the first half of that game, plus one. thought it was going to be 0-0 at halftime. We were still going to cash the ticket. I was going to feel guilty about it, but I was happy to cash it. They did kick a field goal, so we had the lead 3-0 at halftime. So it was an easy winner for us, a dominating victory at the plus one, winning by three, so we cashed that one. Then in college football, we played West Virginia, the Mountaineers against the Baylor Bears. We had the plus three and a half, and we won outright in that game. So nice cash for us on West Virginia. And then in Major League Baseball, my frustration with those early game under one and a half run totals continues to frustrate me. Oh, Valdez pitched well. He gave up a two spot, though, in the fourth inning. We played the under one and a half in the first five, so that means it's a loser. Mariners didn't score another run the rest of the game. Yeah, I thought I had the right handicap, but just the ball didn't bounce the right way there in the fourth inning, so we lose the bet and have a losing day. So now I'm done venting. Let's get to the card for Friday, and we lead off in college football. It is Navy at SMU. We're going to play the under 29 and a half in the first half. So this is a crazy game to handicap. I know SMU plays up-tempo. We've watched him a number of times. But Navy has lost a football game this year at Delaware, 14 to 7. And they lost a game this year at Air Force, 13 to 10. So full games that didn't even touch this first half total. Then you look at last week. Navy was able to run the football for 455 yards against Tulsa controlling the ball for over 40 minutes of game clock. SMU ranks 114th against the rush, giving up 198.8 yards per game. So I'm hoping the SMU D is good enough to bend but not break. Give me some long possessions with Navy with the football. No big chunk plays there. Meanwhile, on the other side, Navy is 18th against the rush, so that should help keep this under the number. But SMU, I do have to admit, they're the top passing team in the nation, averaging 382 yards per game. 
So with that being the case, this game could go over in the first quarter. But if Navy can control the football, I like the play. So let's go under 29 and a half in the first half between the Mustangs and the midshipmen. Next up, we get to Major League Baseball, and I'm going to lead off with a first five over. Yes, I don't play a ton of overs, but I'm on the L.A. Dodgers over the one and a half at a minus 125. So I so badly wanted to play the Padres under in this one, but with the forearm strain for Tony Goose-Gonsolin, I couldn't do it knowing that he would be unlikely to have a normal start. Yeah, he may last two, three innings, but still maybe wouldn't be his same self anyway. So I'm a huge fan of Blake Snell. He's going to go for the Padres, but he made me sweat in his playoff start against the Mets. He went three and a third innings, gave up two runs, four hits, and listen to this, six walks. It was a 90-pitch effort to not even make it out of the fourth, so nothing was easy for him. Three starts against the Dodgers this year, 14 innings, six runs, a 3.86 ERA. He has a home ERA this year of a 3.56. Now, Snell was a different pitcher post-All-Star break with a 2.19 ERA after a 5.22 before the All-Star break. The great Snell once had 12 strikeouts over five innings this year with 22 whiffs on 49 swings by the Dodger bats. So do we get the 12K Snell or the six walk Snell? I wasn't sure, so I decided to turn to the home plate umpire. Crew chief Mark Carlson is behind the plate tonight. Carlson is listed as just one of nine umpires with an extreme hitter grade. Tight zone doesn't favor Snell. So I'm going to take the Dodgers over the one and a half in the first five at a minus 125. Next up, it's the makeup game between the Yankees and the Guardians. We're going to be on the Guardians once again under the one and a half at a minus 165 against Nestor Cortez. Same handicap as yesterday. We lost line value. Yesterday, we played it at a minus 150. Today, we played it at a minus 165. And boy, it would be nice to cash a ticket to start the day for once. So come on, Guardians, struggle against Cortez. Get me a first five ticket to cash under the one and a half. Let's go, Yankees. Okay, then the final game on the card. It is the Braves at the Phillies. To be determined, no line available yet here. Aaron Nola goes for the Phillies. The Phillies are favored on the money line. It might be big game Charlie Morton for the Braves. It might be Spencer Strider. Strider has great numbers against the Phillies this year, but he's coming off an injury, so I think he'd be two, three innings at the most if he goes. If it's Morton, well, he just gave up six runs over four and two-thirds innings at Philadelphia just a few weeks back. Nola made five starts against the Braves this year, 3.67 ERA. So when you put it all together, I'm going to play an over in this game. I don't know if it's going to be the Braves or the Phillies. I need to see the numbers. I'll post this one in the show notes. I'm not going to make the mistake I did earlier this week when I played that Dodger-Padre game completely in the dark and made a mistake since the Dodger team total was at one and a half and not the two and a half I expected. So I'm not going to make my pick on this one, but I will tell you, I will play an over in the first five between the Braves and the Phillies. Just don't know what side I'm on yet. So now let's recap the card for Friday. Here we go. College football. It is Navy and SMU under the 29 and a half in the first half. Major League Baseball, it's the first five over on the L.A. Dodgers over the one and a half at a minus 125. First five under, we're on the Cleveland Guardians under the one and a half at a minus 165. And then in Major League Baseball, once again, Braves and the Phillies, 
bet to be determined. We're going to play a first five over. It's going to be in the Braves or the Phillies. I'll tell you that much, but we'll post it in the show notes. So that's your card for Friday. I've confused myself. I've made myself mad. Let's just call it a day. As always, manage that bankroll. Don't chase money. Have fun, and let's cash some tickets together. Good luck, everyone. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.